Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice and, of course, tales of parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parent in Hell with... Can you say Rob Beckett? Can you say... Josh Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. Very well done. There we go. I recognise those voices. Do you? They sound like our friends from our holiday that live in Whitley Bay. Oh, do they? Elisa, Michael and their kids. Well, that's not them, Rob. Oh, isn't it? Shut up about your bloody holiday friends, mate. Oh, Bringing them up at every mates. opportunity. Oh, they sound like my bloody holiday mates. I made some mates on holiday. Well done. The uh, the guy the guys that live down south came to my High Wickham gig. Oh, did they? Why don't you bloody marry them, Rob, if you love them so much? Yeah, we're just going to move to Salt Lake City and have one long <laughs> holiday where we'll shag each other's wives and husbands and have loads of kids and go, good, and good go to the, the lake. Good for the podcast. <laughs> Great oh, for got- the podcast. Yes, we need to get a Salt Laker on here. Hi, this is Harry, who just turned three. Three months ago, he received a little sister, Anna. He has still not quite come to terms with having a sister yet, and much preferred being an only child. Okay. We were asked... (laughs) Sounds difficult. Yeah, 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 that sounds like an understatement. We were asked a good few times, when is Anna going back to her home during the first two months? Thank you for the podcast. It really does brighten up the day knowing that I'm not alone in having no yeah. clue what I'm doing and winging it. Thanks yeah. again, Heather. P.S. I've never met Rob Beckett on holiday, so please don't make assumptions <laughs> about that. Well, yeah. Well, it's, do you know what? It's good, to, it's good to have people listening that are raising serial killers because it must be difficult. <laughs> but I think all kids struggle with um, a new kid. Come, come along. Don't totally, know. totally. I'd say my daughter, she was very difficult in the two months prior to the arrival of the child so at that point i thought this is going to be an absolute disaster because i'd say that is by distance she was like a different child for those two months to the other four years of her life but (laughs) when he was born she was oh she was good with him she's good with him but occasionally she still doesn't like him feeding she still feels jealous and wants a wants it on the boob as well yeah wants a cuddle on the on the, when he's feeding on the boob. So with with um, Rose, not you. Yeah, couldn't give a fuck about me, mate. No, that does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, but they... when do they care about your dads again? Oh, probably um, when she's about eighteen. <laughs> Wants a couple of quid for Reading. <laughs> we'll be two washed up old comics, but we still know people that can get you a free weekend ticket. As she comes crawling back. Oh, yeah. Okay, you want a favour of the big dog now, do you? Boring old annoying comedy dad. Yeah, don't you worry. I'll put a call in, ring them up. They forgot my name. Can't get a ticket. Humiliating. <laughs> I'll go, I'll come, I'll come, I'll do it in scrub post my bucket hat on. Please let me come. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, um, talking of us being old, yeah. Uh, should we talk about what Michael made? 
which I oh, haven't yes. got to listen to yet because I've been parenting. Well, yeah, so people have been accidentally listening to us on half speed on podcasting, yeah. and they said it sounds like we're two old granddads. And I'd add drunk granddads yeah. to that, and Michael slowed it down and put it out and also done some sort of face app feel or we look older. Yeah. And... Um, do you know what? I'm pretty pleased with the results. You look great. You look like the Colonel. Oh, it's fucking great. Ah, oh, I look like a cross between Kenny Rogers, Father Christmas and Colonel Sanders. You do. You look a bit like Philip Schofield. Do you know what? It's, it's not a million miles off and there's, wor- there's worse people to look like than Philip Schofield. Yeah, I think Scof Scof looks all right. You've kept your hair. I look like it's receding a bit left hand corner. Yeah, they've made, they've made a big call on that with you, haven't they? <laughs> they've made a big call on that. I've always thought I've never been that worried about my hair, but now after seeing this a little snap from the future, beard looks great though. The beard, beard looks, looks phenomenal. It does, doesn't it? So it's on our Instagrams if you want to. Uh, what should we play it out listen. now? Yeah, give it a little. Give it a little burst. So yeah, the clocks, yeah. The clocks, the clocks are screwed you, mate. So you're getting up at th- between 3.45 a.m. It's 4 a.m. this morning. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, come here. Okay. Another piss, I needed a piss. <laughs> go oh, on dear. to our Instagram, because that is phenomenal. Um, yeah, it's good stuff. Um, Josh, how's your week been? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's happened got through it it can't be worse than mine well you start rob do you want to start Have you... Oh, do you know what i didn't tell you about last week what's that i haven't done an update on my uh, my child's four-year-old party right well yeah you t- tell us about your child's four-year-old party and i'll tell you about how horrific my life is because that's a positive let's start with a positive let's start yeah, with a positive just... get that <laughs> out of the way do it. start on the positive end on the negative let's build yeah. to it start on a positive for three minutes and then 45 minutes of negative How's that sound to you? Pretty good. Sounds a bit like Manchester United's um, tactics. (laughs) So, what we did... Do you know Victoria Park? Um, Yes, I do, yeah. So there's a play park and then there's like a building attached to the play park. I'll be honest with you, I don't. I don't know why I said that. I thought it was an odd thing for you to know about. So, I just assumed a bit of grass and then um, a park in the corner. Yeah, Yeah, them little helium things for laughing gas scattered about. Well, you say that, Rob. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out for a uh, wholesome walk with uh, my daughter and th- her three friends yesterday. Oh, uh, in um, oh, Pied Piper. Yeah, exactly. In uh, uh, not with the parents as well, obviously. Oh, okay, that's yeah, a lot yeah, to take yeah, on. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Lovely walk around uh, the old waterworks in the, the marshes in Hackney, which is like mm. a nice kind. Is that of, is that nice? Better than it sounds. <laughs> You lost me at Waterworks. It's now a nature reserve, right? You lost me at Waterworks and you buried me at Hackney. (laughs) (laughs) Waterworks, Hackney Walk. You need to get out of the city, mate. That's no no good, is it? I tell you what, Rob, if you think that, I haven't even got to the the crux of the story. It looks like someone you bury a body. Well, you say this, Rob. Yeah. Oh, no, you didn't find one, did you? No, no, worse. Oh, that's good. Oh, well, you killed someone. (laughs) Well, we went... So there was a big, a lovely kind of uh, load of trees... For people to climb in, yeah? <laughs> Mate, I've just Googled it. It looks horrific. It's, it's very nice, Rob. But I'm going to say this now and it's going to back up okay. your story. Right, go on. So we go into the trees and within the trees... <laughs> the trees? There's a blanket, yeah? An inhaler, a, a, packet, <laughs> a packet of palmer violets and a used condom wrapper. <laughs> Just Palmer Violet. Bag of Palmer Violets, Aiton. If I'm a crime scene detective, you're thinking yeah. old person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> no one's shagging having palmer violets at 18 are they <laughs> that's an old person yeah it's an old Sex, person's street yeah yeah so what did you do with it what did I do with it? Well, I, I took the inhaler because I needed it, obviously. I'm panicking. <laughs> Had a quick puff. Oh, well, dear. we just left it as is. What are you meant to do with it? Would you have tidied up after them? I think I would have rung the police. Do you know what? I just think I would have um, gone home and uh, sold my house and moved somewhere where kids can enjoy themselves. I've come round to Hackney Big Star recently, Rob. I think I'm staying for for good. I'm really? loving it. You, you- because you were you were toying with um, Zone Five, weren't you? But you're loving you're loving Hackney I'm now. I'm loving Hackney now, apart from Fair the uh, apart from the Palm of Violet Shagger. Yeah, who's on the, the loose apart from the, in the trees? Yeah, apart from the some would call it the woods. Some would call it the well. It's not big enough for the woods. No, it's just a few trees and a, just a little sex canopy with a kind of clearing uh, for shagging. Would you have a Palm of Palm of Violet before sex, during, or after as a sort of celebration? I'd pass it between mouths. I think that's how it would work. <laughs> oh, it? you dirty boy! That's why you're still in East London. Bit of to you. So it's always the quiet ones, isn't they? You're fucking gobbing the palm of violets in each other's mouths. They are monster. shit sweet, let's be honest. Oh, I, can't, I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, they're so bland, Rob. They're so bland. Well, that's well, but you can have a bland sweet if you've got a bit of a sexy sex life. Yeah, exactly. Your, your sex isn't pedestrian, but your confectionery is. Um, but, uh, palm of violet flavour, I don't know. Do you know, someone in the, I talk about vaping in my tour shows, someone has a flavour called Energy Ice. Oh, wow. Do you know what that is? That's Red Bull flavour vape. Oh, fuck off. What a life some oh people have, God. eh? And does it give them caffeine? Or is it just the flavour? I just think it gives them some sort of hope in what is, <laughs> I imagine, an awful life. Imagine waking up in the morning and you've charged your vape and then you're puffing on a Red Bull flavoured vape. There's <laughs> no way to live, Josh. It's weird the things you find out from audiences on tour shows. Because I, I, I've got a bit about driving tests. I asked... So I asked people how they failed their driving test. One person hit a lollipop, ma'am. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a way to fail your driving test. Fuck. Imagine that. That'd make a big noise. The big oh, fucking God, stick the, the slapping stick on the slapping roof. slapping on the window. <laughs> do, do you know what annoyed me the most? In lockdown, we used to do a lot of those Zoom gigs, Zoom comedy gigs. Mm. And sometimes I'd do them for companies and they'd have a few comedians on. And normally we'd go, I'll get a sort of front row of people that we can interact with and the rest can sort yeah. of laugh along so we can hear the reaction. And I always used to say, if you've got any information about the people in the front row, let us yeah. know. Like Julie accounts, um, once met Frankie Dottori at a birthday party. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah, of exactly. stuff, right? Anyway, so they normally send it over and they have this long list. But then I was doing it once and I was watching like these other comedians. And there was one person who said she met Frankie Dottori at a birthday party and he rode her like a horse around <laughs> the around the, uh, <laughs> the dance floor. And then, then the other one was this bloke eats a lemon, can eat a lemon in three seconds, right? And I was like, oh, this is great stuff. That, for me, I could do 20 minutes. Like, Frankie Dottori and then eating a lemon, that's me set, right? Yeah. And then I was watching this other comedian, we were named Nameless, and they were just like, oh, yeah, so uh, I hear you uh, once met Frankie Dottori. And she went, oh, yeah, I did. She went, cool. And, um, and you've, uh, you've had a lemon before. And I was like, you animal, what are you doing? You're burning up the gold here. Save some for me. Fuck me. You can't move on after the tour. You've not even mentioned the riding. Mate, Go I, deeper. I, I don't know whether it was the same comedian, but I did one where I literally was sat with my research pack in front of me. And I was basically watching a comedian tick them all off before oh. I came on. Like, I was like, come on, leave something for me. Leave me, leave me the shitting himself on his first day of work story. Do you know what I used to do on those gigs? I'm sure I've said this before, but I'd go on beforehand yeah, and then I'd mute myself and put the picture down because it was Zoom, changed my name yeah. so they didn't know it was me. Yeah. And then 
I just listen to them, what they were chatting about, and write it yes. all down. That's great. And then yeah. you just grasp them up when you come on. You're like, I heard you all. Anyway, if you want to go back in time, there's a tip for doing a Zoom gig in a pandemic. Yeah, next pandemic comes up, just, you know, invade people's privacy and then repeat it back to them in a workplace for humiliation and laughs. So is that allowed to sneakily listen? I was supposed to be invited. It's an open forum. I was invited. I've been let in. You've been let in. Um, So anyway, I'm loving Hackney. Yeah, you're loving Hackney now. I love the network of like-minded parents. We went for a roast yesterday, Rob. Oh, okay, With four kids. Four kids, four sets of parents after Condom Gate. We had a lovely roast. (laughs) Yeah. It was great. Oh, that's not. Yeah. It sounds like it's all coming together for you. It's all. It's genuinely. I love it. And we had the birth, fourth birthday party. Yeah. So you're going to laugh at this, but as I say, Hackney is a very nice area. But we rented the um, the building that attaches to the play park in Victoria Park. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Rob, we couldn't use the play park uh, because oh. it was being closed because it was being fumigated for rats. But don't don't hold that against Hackney. <laughs> right, that happens everywhere. Okay. Really? What, so they were on the swings and stuff and there's a big queue? Stuff like that. <laughs> can't, can't get down the slide, 15 rats just bombing it down. They were having the time of their life, little did they know. Fumigate for rats in the play park. Oh, yeah, we God, didn't tell the kids. Um, no, don't bring it up. But you know what? In a way it was good because it kept them all in the main party area rather than all dispersing. Yeah, it's better actually if the only way the way the kids can play is closed because of rats that are being fumigated. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a really nice way to live. And you know, and after that, go and watch you know what is sort of evidence in a murder trial in the in the waterworks in Hackney. And that for me is parenting. They've got to know what life's really like, Rob. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't sugarcoat it anymore. Oh, there's exactly. rats and there's people no, fucking exactly. with condoms on eating Palmer violets. Tell you what's now get in there and enjoy your fucking birthday. <laughs> little fucking rats stay here longer you'll get fumigated so we had a fucking lovely ourselves. lovely birthday yeah, okay sorry but yeah it was lovely great birthday. it was brilliant entertainer absolutely smashed it third time i've seen him loved him he's still as good <laughs> as the first time you love this guy he's just he's got the x factor rob really? whatever we'll give it him is. a small business shout out after at the end i will i'll give him a small business shout out at the end because he is very good um okay so we had him and then Turfed out of five, and the, we still wanted to, you know, the kids to all hang out and play. So, you had an afters. We had an afters at our house. Oh, how many people came? Fourteen kids. Fuck. It was bedlam, Rob. Oh, two words, knickknacks. Well, do you know what? The knickknacks were fine. Why is this? What, what, what <laughs> spell? What sort of spell have been placed? Because children in Hackney are fully aware that after the condom and the rat's gate, you do not touch anything. <laughs> you don't know what corpse has touched that little cup. <laughs> but it was bedlam. There was kids yeah. in every fucking room. Was it quite liberating, though, that it was just like, fuck yeah, it, you, do you know kids what? everywhere? It was like, um, you just had to go, there was no point in trying to stop what was happening. You just had to go. Surrender it. to it. Yeah, You've exactly. Got, you know, it's like, like when you fall in choppy water, surrender to exactly, the current. Exactly, surrender to the current. So, like, Rose's mum, who was staying in the spare room, the next day she was like, where are my shoes? And they were two floors down. And my daughter was like, oh, yeah, my friend was wearing them. He, he wore them downstairs. It was just like, <laughs> oh, absolute bedlam. Absolute madness. Absolute madness. And one couple left with their child. Yeah. 20 minutes later, we looked down. Their dog was still in our house. <laughs> they left their dog? They left their dog in our house. So you had a dog. <laughs> they had to come back and get the dog. Uh, who for, how, were they drunk? No, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't like to make that suggestion. I think it's just, they had two, I think when you've got two kids... 
you know, you never know what you're leaving. What, what are you, you trying to say? If you've got two, if you've got two kids, you don't need a dog. What I'm saying well, is all you're trying I'm, to tell no, me I'm now. Not, Rob, what I'm saying. Is, what are you trying to tell no, me? No, I'm not saying that at all. Because you'd, you, you know what? You'd be right. <laughs> We're on our fucking knees over here. Are you? Take me through yeah, it. But anyway, let's talk, no, let's talk about the, I've been, the part. I've been like. Lou's Instagram doesn't paint quite that picture. It seems quite idyllic, judging by her Instagram. You say, oh, yeah, I mean, if you had the reality of that, I mean, I, I, I mean I, let's, do you want to talk about your... Is, is there any more well, stories no, of the party I, I before think, I bring I this the, sort of fucking crushing halt? I think the dog really feels like the segue we're looking for, doesn't it? We're fucked. <laughs> Completely <laughs> fucked. Rob, is it too late to bring back the hamster? <laughs> To, to quote BBC when they were recasting Top Gear. So, like, basically, even if you're really good at the toilet training and the dog's learning and going with it, your house will still be covered in piss and shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The cat started shitting and pissing as well. Does a dog not come toilet trained? No. Oh, right. Well, that's the problem with dogs. You know, like, the problem is you can't put a nappy on it. <laughs> So it's, it's like having a baby because it is honestly it's so much like having a baby. But I genuinely, and I've done both now, I think it's worse. Do you? Because yeah. I've got a friend and she does listen to this podcast. Yeah. And um, I'll be honest with you, I uh, she did call me out because she was one of the people where I sent champagne rather than going to her event. I didn't think she was listening to the podcast. <laughs> so you did the little, oh, sorry, I can't be there sending a bottle of champagne and yeah, you save and money then, and, then and then don't have to go out. And then I was yeah, like, yeah. why is she texting me at 8.30 in the morning? <laughs> oh, right, I see, because she's listening to the podcast. <laughs> what did she say? What did you <laughs> so what did she say about dog? She got a dog? She's got a dog and she was, yeah. when she got the dog, yeah. it was waking her up every two hours at night and she was having yes. to take yes. it outside. Yes, and yes, I, yes. And I couldn't help but go, mate, come on now. It's no. a dog. It's a dog. But now, are you telling me, Rob? Worse than I... a baby. Oh, my worse than a baby. But I think it's worse than a baby for a small period. Then it's fine. Yeah. If honestly, yeah, if you've you got sure, a dog, Rob? if you've got a dog before you're basing a kid, that on nothing. Look, yeah, yeah, I am actually. You're that's how I've that lived my. Purely. That's how I've lived my entire fucking life, Josh. <laughs> Base it on nothing. Yeah. Do you know what you're basing it on? And it's fair enough. You're basing it on the desperate need for hope. The desperate need... That's my whole career's based on nothing. I, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be a comedian. I had no reason at all to suggest that I should do this as a job. I'm, I'm basing it all on hope. The dog, right, basically, it, it shits and pisses every hour. What? And that goes through the night. No. Right, I've been working. I've done five gigs in seven days in the evening, right? I was in Wolverhampton last night. Lou yeah. is on the fucking brink. Yeah. She's taking it full pelt. I've got to take over from tonight because she's been doing the mornings and the nights. She's up every two hours. And we've got two kids to get off to school. Fuck me, Rob. So, like, but with a baby, at least you can put a nappy on it. Can I just thank you for getting this dog? It's really good for this podcast. (laughs) Right, so this is what happens. The the dog is fun. We love the dog. Yeah, Yeah, it sounds like it. I'll be honest with you, though. You know when people go, oh, my God, it's just like a media, I just love this dog, man's best friend. At the moment, it's still very much beast and human <laughs> for me. I'm not, I'm not at that stage, but no. I, I, I had to drive to and from Wolverhampton last night, okay? So me and, me and canines aren't getting on. The kids like the dog. Kids love the dog. That Honestly, and seeing them play with it is amazing. The, the, the issue is, right, I don't, it's peeing and pooing outside most of the time. Occasionally it gets caught short if we're not paying attention because it's going to the back door now a little bit. We've only had it three days, right? But what you've got to do is take it outside for a piss and a shit, yeah? But we couldn't for three nights because of fucking fireworks. Oh, mate. 
what the oh upshot of this the upshot of it is I found out what Diwali is and when it is because <laughs> that was Friday and they love a firework as well to the Diwali right, Festival of Light and Noise so yeah. we kept on trying to take it out for a piss and a shit but every time it goes out it thinks it's landed in the blitz as far as that dog's concerned he's Nicholas Lindhurst and this is <laughs> this is goodnight sweetheart <laughs> Every time he goes in that garden, it's 1940s London. Yeah, that was just, just around the corner for me. That was filmed, Rob. Yes, well, yeah. exactly. He goes yeah. the Palmer Violets is the given one. <laughs> Maybe Nicholas Lindhurst <laughs> left it there when he was shagging. Lindhurst is there having an affair back in time, dirty <laughs> lanky bastard. Anyway, so you can't take the dog out because he's scared of the fireworks. How do you tra- how do you train a dog to shit in? Out? What do you right, do? What you do is every time it wakes up from a nap, you take it straight outside and you ignore it, garden. and it went to the garden and when it doesn't wear a poo you give it a treat and you go you go really high pitched good boy good boy good boy and then you say one word toilet so that toilet they know that toilet means doing a wear a poo so you always use the same word right yeah so I I had to go up at 5am the other day and I've been ill all week with this sore throat thing I, oh, I woke okay. up and I was so confused I went out there or I had a pair of pants on loose coat slippers a full erection and the dog oh my god full morning oh glory stood That's outside now the dog's pissing. Do send in your artist's impression of that one, guys. And I'm, the dog's pissing, so now I've got the treat out. I'm trying to say good boy. When you say you've got the truck. treat out, that's not a reference. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I can't, I can't praise him with a high voice because my voice, I'm like, uh, you know, because when you're ill yeah, and you yeah, breathe yeah, through yeah, your yeah, mouth, yeah, I'm like, yeah. and I'm going, come on, hey. And he's looking at me like, what the fuck is this? But anyway, we put him in his crate. But the first two nights we got a cocker, we put him in his crate, he whined a bit and he slept all the way through. And then we was like, this is great. We just take him out at half five in the morning when he wakes up, which is bad, but not that bad because the kids wake up at six. So it's not the end yeah. of the world. If you get a dog before you've had a kid, you're fucking mental. <laughs> you are fucking nuts. Just like honestly, it's not just wait, bang out a couple of kids and you're in the groove, all right? Because it's like having a child. Anyway, so but the last couple of nights he's been crying going into the crate and then it's a oh, bit no. upsetting. Oh, no. But you just have to. I think you just have to ignore it. He's going to be on the end of your bed by the end of the month. Mate. No, fuck off. No, he's he's eyed it off. up. Leave it out. No, right? I've so, checked out Lou's Instagram. The feeling she has towards up. that dog he is on your bed by the end of the month, mate. She fucking loves that dog. She loves that dog so much, mate. She loves it so much. You're going to be in the crate, Rob. You're going to be in the fucking crate. I'd, I'd fucking for a, I'd go in the crate. <laughs> I'd curl up in there after a gig of Wolverhampton. As long as I don't have to get involved in all the. F- so basically, what annoying thing is, it cries a bit and then you ignore it and it goes to sleep. After about 10, 15 minutes, it whinges for a bit, then goes to sleep like a baby, yeah? But because it is a baby, it cries again in the middle of the night and you have to go down and take it out for a piss. Lou has been doing all of it, basically, because I've been working loads. She's, she's done it for the last four nights. She woke up this morning. Josh, she looked like she was dead. <laughs> she looked like she was dead, like a zombie. She'd gone. Her head had gone. She was just like all over the place. Oh. And I was just like, Lou, babe, you've got to get some sleep. She was like, I know, but it keeps needing visits. Oh and it was, I, we had the same look in our eyes as when we had our first newborn at three months old. Oh, mate. But we, to be fair, we've had the kids, we've had firework night. He's getting better. We put him in the crate when we went did the school run this morning so it's just it's, it'll get better yeah i've got nothing to base this on can you take him I out just, for walks and stuff yet is that allowed not, I don't know not what yet but they've got he can run around the garden which ties him out yeah. but we can't take him for walks because he needs his next lot of jabs and he can't meet an unvaccinated jab i mean i didn't know there was a big anti-vaxxer movement in the dog world as well <laughs> i didn't realize dogs were doing their own research Has Lee like got a dog? <laughs> 
Yeah, it's based on Sir Lloydin Lee Hurst and his dogs and a few other people online. Um, but anyway, it is it is absolute carnage. And with but I'm taking the reins quite literally. Oh um, mate, from tonight. So I'm going to do the night shift tonight. But it is like a baby every two What's, hours. Do you know? Because with a baby, yeah. Certainly, the second time round, you know, kind of what the time frame you're looking at is in terms yeah. of what the milestones are. What are we? How much content are we looking at here, Rob? How many weeks? <laughs> how many weeks do I not have to have any anecdotes? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think, I think, really, at the moment, we're gonna. Well, this is peak no sleep because even if you get the dog to sleep in the crate, which is good, and they're happy, they do just need a piss every couple of hours. And I think as they grow older and their bladders get bigger, they learn to hold it. And so I think as well, because a baby's in your room, right? There's no yes. leaving the room. It's Downstairs. just change it on a mat. Or feed it, but it's all in this same dark room. Yes, and I've got to go outside. And when I wake up, I've got to try and get close. It's so cold. In winter. In winter, it's so cold. I tell you what, though, my woolly hat with a light on the top's coming in handy. Because you've got to hunt out the piss. (laughs) I thought you said your woolly hat. No, my woolly... (laughs) My woolly hat. Right. My woolly hat, I've got a light on it. My woolly hat with a light on, like a miner. And that's good because you need to praise him when he pisses, but sometimes you can't see the piss because it's it's dark. And I've not even done it when it's raining yet. What happens when it rains? Oh, man, alive. Does he like you? Yeah, I don't know. He's not said anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lou, Lou got praised today. Yeah. And the school the one. Oh, right, no, sorry. from uh, from the nursery school. They went, oh, we've read your book, Rob. And um, I was like, oh, thank you. No biggie. And they went, uh, yeah, Lou, because Lou, Lou writes a bit in it about right, yeah, how yeah. she felt about a certain situation. And they went, oh, your bit, Lou, was hysterical. It was so funny. Best bit of the book. Unbelievable. <gasps> Unbelievable. But I do, to be fair, Lou is a better writer than me, but she just hasn't written anything. I said she should write a little blog each week about her experiences of the week. And then I said all the podcast listeners will love that because then they can sort of like detective match it up to see oh, yeah. if my versions of events are the same as Lou's. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think she'll write it this week because I think she's, she's on no, the edge. No, 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 exactly. It would, it would, it would read more like a cry for help if she started writing it this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So that's been your week. And you think that's basically next week as well, really? Yeah, but I think we're going to start. I reckon this week we'll get a handle on it. Next couple of weeks, because um, they, they are. If you do it right, they are quite responsive dogs quite quickly. But right. we were doing the, the the toilet training completely wrong, trying to use training pads and stuff like that. But basically, you just have to take them outside every hour, and as soon as they do it, praise them and give them treats, and then they just get used to that. In in three months' time, how often are you having to take them out? Well, I don't think it'll be as often because their um, bladders get bigger and they can hold it longer yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And what will happen is they'll go to the back door probably and just go like, right, make a little noise yeah, 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 and then yeah. you let them out and then they do it and then they just come back in. Yeah. But at this stage, we're training them that they, it's a fun thing to do because yeah, they forget and they'll just wander off and have a... Because oh, they're a kid, isn't it? Like a kid, the potty training a kid, essentially. Yeah. Bloody hell, mate. So much dog shit, mate. And then the cat started pissing and shitting. Oh, what, in a kind of solidarity or as a kind of dirty protest? I don't know, just in a sort of panicked kind of way. Because also, you know, a cat ain't good for a fucking whippet. Whippets love chasing them. But the cat must be absolutely livid. Well, no, they're sitting next to each other on the sofa oh, really? oh, and chilling. Nice. But then when the dog wakes up, the dog wants to play and then the cat runs off. Right. 
Because it's a pretty sweet deal for a cat, and then a dog turns up, and suddenly your life's turned into flux, really, isn't it? Oh, mate, it's carnage, carnage. But it's, the, the, the thing is, though, what I would like to say, the kids are absolutely loving it, and they're playing with him, they're, 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 they're really cuddling him and getting cosy with him, and he's really fun and he's lovely, and I think in the day it's really nice for Lou and us. It's really a nice, calming presence in the house. It's just getting that evening sorted, but yeah, I look at other calm. dogs. Most people with do dogs aren't calm. getting up every hour. People wouldn't have dogs if you got up with them every hour. In the night. It's just because no, they're no, young. exactly. Exactly. Anyway, that's oh, my that's, that's sort of my week. And um, kid kids wise, um, the oh yeah, this is the problem though. The kids go, Fred isn't playing with me, as if I can convince him to play with them. Oh yeah, you've just got to let them. You've just got to let them go. It's like David Attenborough, isn't it? You've just got to let nature take its course with those kind of things, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, and they go, oh, Freddie won't lay on my lap. I'm like, there's nothing. I can, this, this, I was like, I'll be honest. During the day, the dog ain't the problem. It's the kids. Yeah. In yeah. the night, the dog's the problem. Well, it's good that you've got all 24 hours covered. <laughs> but also, I'm getting old now, Josh. The other night I couldn't sleep because I trapped wind because I ate an apple too quickly. Bloody hell, Rob. I had to go down and have a deflatine, def- like them weird little Rennie things. Because you ate an apple too quickly? Yeah, I don't How know. How quickly I did th- you eat it? Really you one of those quick. core people? <laughs> no, I didn't eat the core. I'm not. You get a tree in your belly then. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting, getting old. Oh, me too, Rob. I, do you know what? I had a curry last night, Rob. Yeah. Now, um, I don't want to talk too much about... I, I'm on a fatty diet, Rob. Oh, what are you on? I'm on the intermittent fasting. Yeah, I do that sometimes. We, I, I basically won't eat till like midday and have yeah. all the morning it's off. It's yeah. really good because it lets your um, cells body regenerate rest. and body yes. rest, yeah. Anyway, the problem is, in the eight hours that I'm eating, I, I'm like fucking Augustus Gloop. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I just go so for this it. is where you basically only eat for eight hours in a day. So you stop yeah. eating at six p.m. and then yeah, you can't you eat again till about 10. ten. Yeah, the exactly. Next day. Yeah. yeah. Last night got a curry. Yeah. Um, do you know so what? Getting on? a curry down before six. Do isn't you know? It? <laughs> well, no, we, I decided to do eight p.m. till midday. Right. Yeah, I think eight p.m. till midday is more sensible. Well, you, I do it different. I do it on, different on each day. Do you know what? When I was doing the but last, you can't leg, do Rob, that. Then it's never the right. Cause no, if no, because it's still sixteen hours at each time. Sixteen oh, hours gap each time. So okay, fair enough. Yeah. Last leg, Rob. Dinner was at six. It was an hour late. I wasn't even that hungry, but I was annoyed because I was worried about where my breakfast was going to be. <laughs> I was like, the longer this meal takes to come, my breakfast's being pushed back. Yeah, they don't realise yeah. this is affecting what I eat tomorrow. Yeah, you got to have eggs at 11. Exactly. You'd be come stirring on. up in a meeting. Sorry, guys, I've got to have some eggs now because Papa John's was slow with delivery last night. <laughs> Also, Papa John's in Wolverhampton last night. Absolute disgrace. Took an hour. I, I put the address in. I rung them up. It was a certain street for stage door. I rung them. Took an hour. Turned up cold. Wrong drinks. And you know, you're just like, there's nothing I can do I'm now. I'm going to say it, Rob. That is, a, that is a heavy meal before a gig. Do you know what? I was very tired and I didn't feel very well. And I said, I'm going to eat shit all day. I'm going to have pizza. I'm going to have, I'm going to have crisps. I'm going to have chocolate bar because it's going to make me feel better in the short term. And then on Monday, I'm back to... Eggs 11. <laughs> and back on the grind. So, yeah. So, that's what happened with me. Is I had the mm. curry last night. Yeah. And I think through the week, my ability to eat... And my stomach's got smaller or something. I couldn't... Yep. I've never experienced... I, I basically couldn't fit the curry in, basically. I f- could oh. feel it. It was... I've never felt so full in my life. <laughs> and then I was also thirsty, because I'd had a couple of pints in the afternoon. <laughs> What a life you're having. Well, it was it was the day of the, uh, the, the day roast. of the roast. Yeah, it was the day of the roast. And then um, I could feel the water. I've never had this before. The yeah. water I was drinking, I felt like it was, f- 
it was coming up into my mouth because I was so full, <laughs> Rob. It was like I'd, like, it was only being held in my stomach by surface tension at the top of my throat. I didn't never had this before. <laughs> I was my body just going, there is literally no more room now. Stop. So what did you eat in that, in that eight hours? You had a roast? What, what, well, what I, I had breakfast. I had... Um, what did you have? I, I'll be honest, I was very hungry at breakfast, Rob. <laughs> I had five slices of toast. <laughs> yeah. and, and a crumpet. And a crumpet as well. Yeah, yeah, so five slices of toast and a crumpet. But if you'd had that at 9am, the whole thing's off. Exactly. Totally ruined. But five slices of toast and a crumpet. <laughs> What's on the toast? Just butter? Uh, well, you can mix it up if you're having flour five. I had some yeah, with so marmite, have... some with marmalade, some with honey. I just enjoyed myself. <laughs> you greedy bastard. <laughs> Fucking Paddington Bear having a bit of brekkie. <laughs> you know that then? Roast. What else did you have? Roast. roast. What roast? Uh, oh, do you know what? I actually ended up having the veggie burger and chips because it was the better, better option than the veggie Not roast. Not a light lunch though, that, is it? No, no, exactly. Okay, yep. And then and for then, dinner, uh... a curry. <laughs> and three pints. Yeah. In All, in eight hours. All in eight and hours. And you're, and you're, wondering, wondering, you're wondering why you're full. I just don't know what happened to me. No, I'm not wondering understand. why I'm full. I'm fully aware why I'm full because I've, because I'll be honest with you, the problem with yeah. this diet, while it works and actually you feel great because it allows your body to rejuvenate. Yeah, I'd feel great as well after three pints of curry, a roast dinner and five slices. It, it does, it it does affect your relationship with food. It does become slightly like the food as a reward. <laughs> like a dog. Yeah, like a dog. A dog that's got the fucking keys to the cupboard. <laughs> but have you lost any weight or you got yeah, a fit yeah, yeah. what you look I'm looking great. Oh, all right. Hello. I'm feeling good. good. Yeah. Feeling good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I do find it makes me makes your stomach feel better if you have that break from Yeah, me. yeah, exactly. Um yeah. so anyway. Well uh what was what was I gonna tell you about my week? Oh, I had a bit of a nightmare. Um Oh go on. So when I went to get the curry, Rob. Yeah. Rose was putting our baby down and I went to get the curry. You go and get it. That's old school. Yeah, well, it's just around the corner. It's fair it, enough. It would be yeah. mad not. And also, I quite enjoy the kind of it. It feels nostalgic. Do you know what I mean? I to think go, you just want to get away from your family for a yeah, bit. Yeah, I do enjoy that. Yeah, <laughs> but also you get there if you get there early, Rob. Do you remember yeah. this from the olden days when you used to get a curry? There'd be a table with a tabloid, and you just sit there and you just read the Daily Mirror. It's great. Yes. And they'd have, like, the little nuts out. Yeah. Oh, man, it's... Everyone it's, would go, don't eat them, because someone's probably pissed on their hand and eating them. Yeah, exactly. And if, yeah, of course, of course. So and, what I used to do is just piss on the nuts, and then it's, you know, it's my, I know it's my piss then. <laughs> do you want to get the curry? What is your curry order, by the way? What is my curry order? Is well, it just a curry and rice, or are you having extras as well? That's why I, actually, I think rice is a waste of time, mate. Me too. Don't bother with it. Bullshit. It's total mm. bullshit. It's curry order. There was four of us, because Rose's mum and sister are staying. Vegetable Danzac, vegetable Jalfrezi, uh, Tarkadal, Sagalu, rice for the idiots, and <laughs> garlic naan, poppadoms. Oh, nice. Onion bhajis. And, and did you have a bit of all of that? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's, hell, it's great. I too much <laughs> of anything wrong. Choking on your own dinner. <laughs> exactly. I had, to get, I had to get... I've never had this before, Rob. <laughs> I had to get up for a shit two hours into my sleep. <laughs> Shit, or you did you properly go, or was it just yeah. those little ones? No, I was like, I've, Oh no, I you're that terrible. I'm, like, I'm like your dog. <laughs> so, what time did you go to bed? I uh, went to bed. Well, I'll be honest because uh, we're getting up so early, went to bed at half nine, got up at <laughs> half eleven. <laughs> what a life! 
Was you half asleep or did you fully wake up? Do it in the dark or did you pop the light on? Pop the light on. Yeah. Uh, treat yourself. Yeah, I looked at my phone for a bit, read an article on the athletic about Oli Gunnar Solskjaer <laughs> and <laughs> went back to bed. Fair enough. Wow. And then have you had one this morning or is that just your new no, time? No, I've, no, oh, no, I just that's felt, terrible. no. That's not my new time, I hope. That, well, it might be. Oh, well, I'll if let you know, if I'll let you know next week. You changed your diet to this. You're, that's going to be the new time you have a shit. No, no, no. It was, it was purely related to the problem with the curry. No, 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 no. no. Whenever, no, whenever. Oh, no, don't, Rob. You're twisting I know you're angry about the dog, but there's no need to twist the knife on someone else. No, I'm just saying, when I was really strict with what I was eating earlier in the year, I was really strict with what I was eating, I was eating between specific times, I discovered that I literally had to have a shit at 7.30am every day, and that would wake me up, and that would be the first thing I'd do would have a shit. Or, if you know, if, if I got up early then I'd, I'd look at my watch and be like oh five minutes until the shit and literally on cue bang that's wow. what happens because you get used to eating at certain times yeah. so you're, you're I think 11.30 is going to be the new time you have a poo well do you know what Rob next time I have a poo I'll text you how does that okay. sound yeah yeah that'd be great I'll, I'll be send in the you a voice memo with the dog <laughs> I won't send you a voice memo um, <laughs> oh, you're right there mate um, just sort of, <laughs> let you know that um, yeah, you were right about the <laughs> toilet time <laughs> Oh, I was just going to tell you about walking to the curry house and um, put my headphones in to listen to yeah. some music. So I was listening to this song. I'll talk you through what happened. So I put on my song, right? <coughs> and it's playing. As you're I'm walking like, to the thing. As I'm yeah. walking to the thing, I'm like, this is nice. And then out of nowhere, it, it just does that. Right? And, that? And it's, uh, it's a lullaby. And I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with my phone. And my screen's a bit dodgy anyway, so it's probably just pressed a button. So I, so I put my song back on, right? And then about five seconds later, it defaults back to that. And I'm like, what's wrong with my phone? So I put my song back on, and then I get a, a message from Rose, and she's like, your phone is linked to the Spotify in, in our son's room. Can you stop changing the music, please? <laughs> She's, so playing, she's in the other room going, playing a lullaby. Playing a lullaby. And you keep turning on your music. <laughs> you turn on my music. So you can't even listen to music. You couldn't even listen to my music on Spotify because it's linked to his room. Oh, thank God you weren't watching something naughty. Yeah, thank God I wasn't watching porn on the way to the curry house. Thank God I wasn't listening to the audio track of pornography <laughs> on, on the, the way, way to get a Dan Sack. <laughs> Dan Sack back and crack. <laughs> Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. So, but you don't have to be near. You could be playing it from anywhere in the world, the music Well, to he's, that. he's on my Spotify account, isn't he? He hasn't got his own account because oh. he hasn't got a debit card yet to link up. So, um, Oh, so you can have it on a different device. So you basically had it yeah, on like, so it was on the iPad. iPad in his room. Right. Because he's normally been white noise, but he's got into lullabies, which are on Spotify. He's got into, he's got into lullabies. He's got into, yeah, he went to a few gigs and just saw a couple of bands supporting and liked it. <laughs> Do you know what? Also, he's been into lullaby since they were quite small, so now they're massive. Uh, he's, yeah, he's exactly. A bit he's a bit over there. He's looking for yeah. something new, probably maybe yeah. a couple of you know Mr. Tumble songs or something like that. <laughs> Get into some new shit. Have you got any? Have you got any Instagrams, Rob? Yeah, I've got a couple of Instagrams. We haven't got much. I tell you what, we'll do some more on uh, Friday. But we can yeah. do things I don't have an opinion on. Oh, love it! Quickly, love this it. is from Ellie. Um, the correct way to pronounce GIF. You know the G I F. Oh yeah. GIF. 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 Totally. GIF. Yeah. Totally. Don't care about that. No opinion less. on it. 
The outcome of the bake-off. In the grand scheme of things, I have energy to care about. They are fucking cakes. I appreciate that a pie is more serious than a cake, but even then, nope, couldn't give a shit. That's from do, Karina. Do you know what? I would agree, but I do care about Strictly this year like an absolute loser. Oh, really? Yeah. Other people's dreams don't care. That's yes. from Louisa. Do you know what? Rose said that one as well to me. That is, that's bang on. Couldn't care less. But she does then tell me about her dreams. Um, also, uh, guys, I do have um, I, things I don't have an opinion on. Separating lights and darks in the wash. Elliot. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Do you know what? I've never separated likes and darks. I've really? never done it. Okay. Well, yeah. I, what, just bang it all in. Surely you well, have I used to the... bang it all in. And now, do you know what? Me and Rose have struck a bit of a deal. Mm. A, uh, a bit of a silent deal in that she seems to, in the last... Since we got together, really, she's taken on washing and I've taken on bins. Oh, right. Um, if Pluto is a planet or not, don't oh, care, yeah. Jessica. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. Um, this one from Steve. All right, you slags. Just want you, just want you to know, <laughs> I don't have an opinion on if the clocks should go back or not. Okay, Steve. Oh, I, I'm sorry, Steve. I do have an opinion on that. I think it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Um, this one's from Millie. The John Lewis Christmas song, or how to pronounce quinoa quinoa, don't care. Whether we landed on the moon or not, could not give a shit from Mossy1985. Um, lovely opinions there. We'll have some more um, longer correspondence on Friday. Time for a small business shout-out now. Small business shout-out. Oh, um, shall I find my... um? Oh, find your guy. Find I've got a good guy. one here. Hey guys, as a single lady with zero kids, but a fun aunt to nieces and nephews, I'm obsessed with how funny and entertaining your podcast is and regularly laugh out loud while listening and also recommend it to anyone that will listen. Thank you very much, Steph. However, I want to send you a message about my friend's small business. He started up a golf club cover business for fun and to subsidise him whilst he was off on furlough. Turns out he has quite the flair for it and is aspiring to do it full time. It's called Hell for Leather and that's on Instagram at Hell for Leather Golf. Check it out and see what you think. I've had a look and Steph is absolutely quality. They're really nice stuff. Golf stuff can be a bit old manny and tragic, but yeah. this stuff's really cool actually. Oh. Um, so if you want some stuff, they do bobble hats and stuff as well because it does get um, uh, a bit cold when you're playing golf. But yeah, loads of really cool bobble hats, um, covers for golf and really cool Christmas presents. And if you get in before November 14th, you can actually order a custom one. So oh, you can lovely. get like your dad or partner's or your mum or sister's name written on the golf club and a little illustration. Pick the colour and you can have a customised one, but you've got to order it before November 14th. So go to Hell for Leather on Instagram and order some stuff. And let's get this guy full time. There we go. Uh, now... I've seen him three times, and he's absolutely superb. <laughs> Puppeted entertainers. P. It's puppet with the word it on the end. P u p p e t i t. And uh, I don't think they're on Instagram or any of that stuff. They don't need to be, Rob. It's word of mouth. Word of mouth. But if you want to email them, puppetit.entertainers at gmail.com. Absolutely superb stuff. Brilliant. Great act, shit email address, but you know, Great he's, act, he's got, shit he's, email. Just, doesn't need it. Doesn't, doesn't need, it. Doesn't need it. it. I did the Fuck whole thing on WhatsApp with him. People just come up to him in the in Victoria Park and go, "Look, mate, when those rats have cleared out, do you want to come back next weekend? Well, I'll, I'll pay you cash in hand." He's like, "Yes, please. See you there. See you by the fumigator. I'll meet you by the Palm of Violets and the used condom. Let's entertain." The used condom was not in. How used Victoria was it? Park. It wasn't the condom. It was just the wrapper. Oh, okay. So they took that. Yeah, they've a bit of dignity. Yeah. I'm a bit worried about when I take my dog for walks, the amount of, like, I just, I, I just don't oh, want to find a dead body. It's always dog walkers that find them, aren't they? Be a weird news story as well, oh, wouldn't Rob it? Beckett's Rob dog finds a dead yeah, body again, God. third time in a week. That picture of you in the bottom, that picture, library picture of you in the bucket hat, really uh, inappropriate. Yeah. 
they see me there's a the police turn up interview me I'm in my dressing gown full erection dog treats in my pocket <laughs> Bobble out on with light on the top, finding dead bodies left, right and centre. But hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, right, we'll do more correspondence. Sorry, we've had a busy couple of weeks with Dubai and the dog. We'll get back to normal operations and get you guys involved. Will never happen. We've, we say that every week. <laughs> we've had a couple of busy weeks. We've never gone, it's quite an easy week this week, so uh, we'll throw it over to you. But do keep sending <laughs> actually, them not in. much to mention. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we might actually knock it on the head. The podcast seems like the kids aren't, yeah, everything's going fine. Oh, God, there's loads of shit that happened with the kids I didn't even talk. Anyway, we'll see you on Friday um, and we'll have another interview with a top guest from the world of entertainment. Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm Tom Crane. And I'm Simran Shah. And we're the hosts of the new food and comedy podcast, My Favourite Takeaway, where each week we're invited into the home of a celebrity guest to share their favourite takeaway, exactly as they'd normally have it. We'll be trying it all, from Peruvian street food slouched on James A. Castor's L-shaped sofa. To an Antiguan feast huddled around Andy Oliver's dinner table. Via an alfresco Indian takeaway sat in Tom Allen's garden. And we also want to hear from you, the listener. Your takeaway disasters. Your weird habits. And your personal takeaways takeaway recommendations you can follow us on insta my favorite takeaway podcast on twitter at fave takeaway pod or you can email us hello at my favorite takeaway podcast.com and don't forget to subscribe like and share my favorite takeaway the podcast for anyone who loves food but can't always be bothered to cook it available on all podcast platforms now 